0: Welcome to precious beloved and something else. In today's episode, we talk about Mother Teresa's I thirst for you meditation. So sit back, grab a nice warm hot fudge sundae and enjoy the podcast.
1: Welcome back everyone and we've been on a low-key hiatus but you know what we're back and better than ever when are we not on a hiatus let's be honest so we're fine um it's your girl Mallory and here with me as always is Katie how are you Katie what's up
0: you know I'm hanging in there it is April 8th 2021 as we are recording this podcast and we are just two and a half more weeks out from the end of the semester kind of crazy, but um, I don't know about everyone else, but it's kind of that part of the semester where it's go, go, go all the way up until the end. So I'm swamped with work. Um, But I think that Mallory and I, just for updates to keep it pretty short and sweet, we're gonna do one update about our Lenten season. And then one fun thing that's been going on in our lives. Before we begin, I just wanted to wish everyone a happy Easter. As Catholics, Easter is not just Easter Sunday. Um, It's a whole season for us, so happy Easter if you're listening um, with us right now during the Easter season. I hope that it's a really blessed one for all of you guys. Um, For my Lenten season, uh, my Lenten fast was giving up TikTok. And I'm not gonna lie, guys, um, it was difficult because I could spend hours upon hours on TikTok um, but I'm really glad that I gave it up because it freed up a lot more of my time. And although at some point um, a lot of that other time was spent on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, you know, it was still good to detox from TikTok because a lot of that TikTok culture is not really good for you. So um, that was great to be able to do that for Lynch. Um, And I had a really great Easter with my family. We watched mass together. We had a really good meal. Um, And it was just really joyous time. And I'm really glad that This time for Easter, it started to feel like normal again, even though last year we weren't able to celebrate in person. um, It just felt so weird. You know, I had never not been to mass on Easter Sunday. So it was really great to just like start to see people going to in-person mass again and being with their families. So that was a really beautiful thing to see. And I can't wait to see what the future has for us. And hopefully, praise God, COVID will end soon. Um, But other than that, I've just been working on school, Um, almost done with sophomore year. So yeah, lots of stuff going on. So I'm going to pass it over to Mal. How have you been? Been so good. Yeah, so much has happened
1: since our last episode. I'll keep it brief. Um, Yeah, Lent has been really good. I, low-key, like always at the beginning of Lent for the past few years, I'm like, I'm going to give up all this stuff. It's going to be great. And I think that's really cool to have that um, aspiration aspiration, yeah, that goal, whatever, um, but your girl failed so much this Lenten season, it was a little insane, but the beautiful thing about that was God has been really gentle with me, which I know kind of is, like, a weird thing to say, but, um, I don't know, just in my faith journey, that was something that had been something I really, like, never really thought about before, um, so, yeah, God had been really gentle with me just in all my failings, and, It was cool. It was really beautiful. So, yeah, it's been a really fantastic time. Um, Yeah, just for growth in my faith this Lenten season. So, that was awesome. Really enjoying Easter. Um, A fun thing that happened was that I actually um, just recently went to Florida, and that was so good. We got to see um, me and one of our missionaries, Lindsay, went. And it was so fun. Definitely a whole adventure getting there. But, um, yeah, shout out to my boy, John Bassler, for pumping up Lindsay's tires so we could go. So thank you so much, John John. Absolutely incredible. But, um, yeah, Florida was great. I got to see one of our missionaries from last year, uh, Nick. And that was so nice. And got to hang out with him and his wife and the whole team there. It was really awesome. And um, just a really cool part of that was that I was in holy hour and it was like praise and worship going on. It was really beautiful. And I realized, um, I just had this full circle moment. Um, last year during, yeah, about it. Yeah. One year ago, COVID had just started and we had to leave school. I didn't really get to say goodbye to a lot of people. Like I wanted to. And I realized like, I got to have extra time with all my missionaries from last year. And that was just, Like, in that moment in Holy Air, it, like, kind of just hit me. Like, I really got to finish out everything, which is what I had been praying about at the beginning of COVID. Like, I really just want to be able to, like, say goodbye and all these things with each of my missionaries because they had done a lot for me in my faith journey. And I realized, yeah, in that moment, like, holy crap, it's happening right now. Like, I'm finishing it out. And I just cried. Like, I was so happy about that. And God really, yeah, just blessed me with that realization. So, yeah, it was awesome. And just a great trip overall. Lots of good fellowship time. So, yeah, really cool. Anywho, um, we're going to hop right into the introduction of this awesome meditation um, by our girl Mother Teresa. So, yeah, Katie's going to take us in on this introduction to this meditation. So, yeah, take it away, Katie Duff.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Mal. Um, Before we start, I just want to say that this meditation is really awesome. If you're going to listen to it for the first time with us on the podcast, that's awesome and great. But I think it's really one of those pieces where it's really beneficial for you to go back and read it on your own and take it into meditation and prayer by yourself. And it's not just something that you read once and you're done with it. It's something that you could read multiple times and take something out every single time you read it. Um, so yeah, take that with you um, as you listen to this piece with us. So a little bit of an introduction on this piece on September 10th, 1946, while on a train for her yearly retreat, a 36-year-old sister, now as we know her as Mother Teresa, experienced what she described as a call within a call. At the heart of this call was the burning thirst of Jesus for love and for souls and a plea to Teresa to found the missionaries of charity. The theme of Jesus thirsting for souls would be central to Mother Teresa throughout the rest of her life. From throughout um, research, it's unclear who actually penned this meditation. One website said that Father Joseph Langford, a co founder of Mother Teresa's priest community, wrote his own reflection that takes the viewpoint of God and how he thirsts for us. This meditation we're about to read is often mistakenly attributed to Mother Teresa, but her own devotion to Jesus' thirst for us is what inspired it. However, others say it was a tribute to Mother Teresa herself. Regardless, it's very, very powerful. So thank you for listening to that little introduction. And now Mallory is going to take us into prayer and read it for us.
1: Yeah, just before I start, I just um invite you guys to quiet your minds. I don't know if you're like driving. I don't know. Make sure like you're in a good headspace. I really want you to um truly just encounter this meditation. It's done a lot for me in my prayer life. So just make sure you're like, yeah, you're in a good place to not get distracted if you can. And um yeah, let's get started. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I thirst for you. It is true. I stand at the door of your heart day and night, even when you're not listening, even when you doubt it could be me. I am there, waiting for even the smallest sign of your response even the smallest suggestion of an invitation that will permit me to enter. I want you to know that each time you invite me, I do come always, without fail. Silent and visible I come, yet with a power and a love most infinite, bringing the many gifts of my spirit. I come with my mercy, with my desire to forgive and heal you, with a love for you that goes beyond your comprehension. A love in each detail, so grand like the love I have received from my Father, I have loved all of you as the Father has loved me. I come longing to console you and give you strength, to lift you up and bind all your wounds. I bring you my light to dispel your darkness and all your doubts. I come with my power that allows me to carry you with my grace to touch your heart and transform your life. I come with my peace to calm your soul. I know you like the palm of my hand. I know everything about you. Even the hairs of your head I have counted. Nothing in your life is unimportant to me. I have followed you through the years, and I have loved you even when you have strayed. I know every one of your problems. I know your needs and your worries, and yes, I know all your sins. But I tell you again that I love you, not for what you have or cease to do. I love you for you, for the beauty and the dignity my Father gave you by creating you in His own image. It is a dignity you have often forgotten, a beauty that you have tarnished by sin. But I love you as you are, and I have shed my blood to rescue you. If you only ask me with faith, my grace will touch all that needs changing in your life. I will give you the strength to free yourself from sin and from all its destructive power. I know what is in your heart. I know your loneliness and all your wounds, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I carried it all before you. I carried it all for you, so you could share my strength and my victory. I know, above all, your need for love. How much you are thirsting for love and tenderness. Yet, how many times have you desired to satisfy your thirst in vain, seeking that love with selfishness, trying to fill the void within you with with the passing pleasures, with the even greater emptiness of sin. Do you thirst for love? Come to me, all you who thirst, And I will satisfy you and fill you. Do you thirst to be loved? I love you more than you can imagine, to the point of dying on a cross for you. I thirst for you. Yes, that is the only way to even begin to describe my love for you. I thirst for you. I thirst to love you and be loved by you. So precious you are to me that I thirst for you. Come to me and I will fill your heart and heal your wounds. I will make you a new creation and give you peace even in your trials. I thirst for you. You must never doubt my mercy, my desire to forgive, my longing to bless you and live my life in you, and that I accept you no matter what you have done. I thirst for you. If you feel of little value before the eyes of the world, it does not matter. There is no one that interests me in the whole world than you. I thirst for you. Open up to me, come to me, thirst for me, give me your life, and I will prove to you how important you are for my heart. Don't you realize my Father already has a perfect plan to transform your life beginning from this moment? Trust in me. Ask me every day to enter and take charge of your life, and I will. I promise you before my Father in heaven that I will work miracles in your life. Why would I do this? because I thirst for you. All I ask of you is that you entrust yourself to me completely. I will do all the rest. From this moment now, I behold the place my Father has prepared for you in my kingdom. Remember that you are a pilgrim in this life, traveling back home. Sin can never satisfy you or bring the peace you seek. All that you have sought outside of me has only left you more empty. So do not tie yourself to the things of this world. Above all, Do not run from me when you fall. Come to me without delay, because when you give me your sins, you give me the joy of being your Savior. There is nothing I cannot forgive and heal, so come now and and unburden your soul. No matter how far you have strayed without a destination, no matter how often you have forgotten me, no matter how many crosses you bear in this life, I want you to always remember one thing that will never change. I thirst for you just you as you are. You don't need to change to believe in my love, for it will be your confidence in that love that will make you change. You forget me, and yet I am seeking you every moment of the day, standing before the doors of your heart and calling. Do you find this difficult to believe? If so, look at the cross. Look at my heart that was pierced for you. Have you not understood my cross? Then listen again to the words I spoke there, For they tell you clearly why I endured all this for you. I thirst. Yes, I thirst for you. As the rest of the psalm I was praying says of me, I waited uselessly for compassion. I waited for someone to console me and I did not find it. All your life I have been desiring your love. I have never ceased searching for your love and longing to be loved by you in return. You have tried many things in your goal to be happy. Why not try opening up for me your heart, right now, more than you ever have before? When you finally open the doors of your heart and you finally come close enough, you will then hear me say again and again, not in mere human words, but in spirit, no matter what you have done, I love you for your own sake. Come to me with your misery and your sins, with your problems and needs, and with your desire to be loved. I stand at the door of your heart and call. Open to me, for I thirst for you. Jesus is God. Therefore, his love and his thirst are infinite. He, the creator of the universe, asks for the love of his creatures. He has a thirst for our love. These words, I thirst, do they echo in our soul? Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. I hope you guys, yeah, I really hope that struck you. Um, It definitely struck us. Um, So yeah, we're going to reflect on this meditation. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to pass it over to Katie to tell us her thoughts.
0: Thanks, Mal. This meditation was honestly really, really powerful. I think the first time I read it through, I really enjoyed it. I thought that the imagery was really beautiful. Um, But recently, my focus missionary, Emma Pelham, um, I just opened up to her a lot about a lot of the things that I've been struggling with recently, and she recommended this meditation to me. Um, and I didn't read it with her during that meeting. But after I got on the call, got off the call, I read it again on my own. And I just sobbed because um, I just really have been struggling a lot recently with um, prayer and my relationship with God. And it's it's something that's hard for me to talk about at the moment, um, just because I feel like a lot of people just expect me to. Um, put on this like face, like, Katie has a podcast. Katie leads a Bible study. Katie's grown up Catholic her whole entire life. Like she's got it all together, but I really don't. Um, Like I'm a center, like everybody on this world. Um, And it's hard for me to open up about stuff that I struggle with. Um, So I guess like this meditation really just um, is really personal just because it comes from like, you make it, it makes it sound like it's really coming from God. Like God is standing right in front of you or like you hear his voice. Like he really does want to be with you in every single moment. He's just waiting for a little bit of an opening for you to say yes to his call, um, for him to be let in. Like he wants to comfort you. He wants to console you. He wants to lift you up. Um, and it's hard because a lot of the times, like we, we think that we're alone and we think we're just fighting, um, all by ourselves and we have no one else to, you know, be with, but but God is there and we're just ignoring him, you know, whether or not we recognize that we are. Um, and, you know, these words are a lot of things that people really do need to hear. Um, so I just pray that a lot of people just take this to prayer on their own. And I, I hope that it's not just something that you read once and you're done with it, you know. Um, I pray that you don't just like skim through it and just say I did it once and I'm done you know take the time to really like Mallory said when she read it for the first time calm your minds calm your heart and just really you know listen for God in this and see how you can apply it into your daily life is what I take away from it
1: yeah beautiful thank you for sharing especially um when you said it's hard to share like the struggles um Yeah. If you're having a hard time in prayer, I know I fall into that a lot. So thank you so much for sharing that, Katie. That was, um, that was beautiful. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this meditation has done a lot for me in prayer recently. Um, yeah, a few weeks ago I had, um, been reading this meditation every day for the past few days because one of our missionaries, Lindsay Hilton, a queen, um, yeah, encouraged our Bible study to do this, read it every day, till we believed what this meditation says. And oh my gosh, I encourage you guys to do that too, because it will do wonders for your prayer life. It was really powerful at first. Yeah, I did it and nothing really happened. And I was like, well, this is unfortunate. Um, but then, yeah, something struck me. I just want to share with you, um, one little blurb from this meditation that really, um, hits home for me. It's when it says, come to me without delay because when you give me your sins, you give me the joy of being your savior. savior. There is nothing I cannot forgive and heal. So come now and unburden your soul. Yeah, uh, during my one of my holy hours, these words struck me. And it was then I started to experience just this change in my faith. And honestly, it's been continuing since then. For a while, I had really been struggling just to completely trust God. And uh, I think it started, um, I don't know when this has started, but it's just been, yeah, something that's a big struggle in my prayer life. And I am in no way completely healed in this regard. Um, but this meditation sparked this little flame of trust inside me that has only been getting brighter and bigger these past few weeks. And it's been so beautiful to see, um, Recently, even, yeah, this past Good Friday, we, a group of us from our Newman Center watched The Passion, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it is powerful, and it really puts into perspective what Jesus was going through, and it really, it, it was hard to watch, so I came out of that, like, dang, like, my sins put him on that cross. This is horrible, so we all went down the, to the chapel to pray after that. We were just silent, we went down to the chapel to pray. And I pulled out this meditation. I, yeah, I thirst for you. And oh my gosh, was it comforting? Just, especially this part there, you give me the joy of being your savior. And this is no, like, this doesn't mean like, oh, I can sin and do whatever because he takes like delight in that. No, but there is an aspect of, I don't know. Just, yeah, him, Jesus just being so gentle with us. And I thought that was really beautiful. I don't know about y'all but when it comes to sin I tend to be extremely scrupulous and hard on myself um I sometimes fall on the side of fearing God much more than experiencing his love for me and I think that's where the lack of trust comes in Um, and yeah when I read that part of the meditation it really started to heal that and it was incredible a fear of God I think is good in all um, but it can't be the only thing you experience when you think of a relationship with him like what kind of relationship would that be like I just think about it like, yeah, if I was hanging out with a friend and all I experienced was like a fear of what they think of me or what they're like, what, uh, yeah, stuff like that. That would be no friendship um, that I would want to be in. Um, There would be no fruit in that. So if you're experiencing anything like this too, I would just challenge you to read this meditation daily if possible. If it's not daily, it's like no big deal, but daily would be cool. Um, And you believe what it says, because it's true. And trust me, it'll completely change your prayer life. And if it does, slide into those DMs, because I would love to, um, yeah, just hear what it does for your prayer
0: life. But um, yeah, that's about all we have. Katie, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I just thought that your reflection was really great. And I really appreciate you opening up about sometimes having a struggle with trusting in God, because I think that's something that I've been struggling a lot with recently, um, and it's so easy for you to listen to, you know, Christian leaders, Catholic leaders, your priests, your missionaries who say like, surrender everything to God and everything will be okay, you know, and, and part of you will want to do that for yourself, you know, like you'll want to surrender everything to God. But then there's also like those pieces, like you're not fully hundred percent ready to let go of, you know, um, or when you have this plan for yourself, because as humans, we like to make plans. We like to have control over our lives and we'd like to know what's going to happen to us. Um, but when we don't have that control anymore, or when things don't turn out the way that we think they go or they're supposed to go, we kind of freak out and we don't know what to do. And that's when that trust really needs to happen. Um, and that's hard for a lot of people. And I think that there's just been so much change in my life um, in the past year um, with school, with friendships, with relationships, um, just so much change. and Change is good, but when it's happening so much all the time, it's hard because, you know, as as someone that really needs consistency, it's difficult to trust at times. And I think that's okay, because we're human. Um, But we need to talk those things out and get the help we need sometimes. And sometimes all we really need is a little bit of Jesus. So um, take that into your meditations as you're reading this again.
1: Heck yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any episode suggestions, please let us know. We would love to hear them. Our next episode that's coming out will be our annual Focus Missionary comes on the podcast episode. It's our most successful one besides our first episode. So from last year, it is going to be incredible. We got four great missionaries here at ECU. They're going to be sharing their favorite stories from this past year. And trust me, there are some crazy ones. So I'm excited for you guys to listen. Um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at precious.beloved.podcast. And I plug this every episode, but I think it would be really cool if you could rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can click the five-star button. Anything lower than that, I don't need. Just kidding. But, um, yes, Alejandra, a queen, wrote this beautiful shout-out rating for us, and it just made my day. So, I miss you so much, Alejandra. Oh, Alejandra, I love you. That really was incredible. Um, So if you want to be like Alejandra, just write us a review. A written review would be so cool. Um, Yeah, but on that note, I hope everyone is doing well. We are praying for you. And just remember. Happy Easter. Yes, yes happy Easter. And just remember that you are precious, precious beloved, beloved.
0: And something something
1: else by all.